I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey friends, Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Welcome to the Calm Mom podcast. Today, we are going to talk about self-care. Self-care. I think self-care is one of the most misunderstood, commercialized, um, mismarketed ideas and concepts just kind of being thrown around, especially in mom culture, right? Especially in working mom culture. I think often it feels like just extra stuff we have to do, right? Like, get a massage, mani-pedi, get our hair done, book a date night, get a sitter, like whatever. And and I guess hear me before we go any further. Like these things are beautiful. These things are important. I'm not telling you not to do these things. But what we're going to do today is just really, I think, expand our awareness of some of the ways in which we can really truly deeply care for ourselves, care about ourselves that aren't things that are going to 
one, break the bank, or two, they're not things that are just going to be another item to add on your calendar or your to-do list or your mental load. These are actually lifelong practices that are going to help you deeply care for yourself. All right, so I put together three that I think are the most powerful. Let's do it. The first is to set healthy and loving boundaries. I think boundaries are probably the most powerful form of true self-care. True self-care. Like when we think of self-care, I think sometimes we think of just caring for our physical bodies, right? It is that facial or that massage or whatever. And I love those. But how about caring for all the other parts of who we are, right? Like how do we incorporate self-care into our emotional life, into caring for things that are really important, like our energy or our attention or like caring for our bandwidth, right? Especially as high achieving working moms, like our bandwidth is probably one of the most stretched parts of ourselves that we really need to be intentional about caring for, caring for, like caring for our energy and all these things requires healthy boundaries. And we all probably have someone in our life that when we spend time around them, like I know you're probably thinking of that person right now, we just feel so drained, right? We dread hanging out with them. It could be a family member, could be a friend, it could be a coworker, whatever. But when we spend time around them, it feels crappy. Like we feel like we need a nap afterwards or a drink or something. Like feel drained, we feel depleted. Or maybe it's something that you find yourself doing, right? Like scrolling Instagram or whatever it is where you notice that you're getting caught up in comparison and then you're leaving feeling anxious or you're leaving feeling less than or maybe you're someone who goes 100 miles an hour all the time right whether like physically you're going 100 miles an hour not literally but like you're always doing stuff or your mind is going 100 miles an hour and you have a really hard time just turning it off so you're always 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 doing 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 going 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 but then you also always are complaining that you're feeling exhausted or tired or depleted and setting boundaries around all of these things, the people you spend time with, right? The people you give access to your energy and your life and your advice and all of your things, protecting yourself with boundaries around what you're doing with your phone, what you're doing when you have like quote unquote free time, like at night when the kids go to bed, how are you spending that time? And if you're spending it scrolling, is that actually restful for you? Maybe it is. I don't know. For me, it's not. Like when I do that stuff before bed or I just sit there like zoning out at Netflix or something like that actually doesn't fuel my soul. It doesn't give me good rest that allows me to be starting my day the following day feeling like my battery's charged, right? So just asking yourself like, is how I'm spending my time, the time that's mine, actually recharging me actually good for my mind, body, and soul. And if not, maybe I need some new boundaries around how I spend that time, right? And setting boundaries just around all of these things to protect yourself, your bandwidth, your energy, your attention is just beautiful, beautiful self-care. Because when we're protecting these pieces of ourselves, what we're actually doing is we're creating this fence around our best self, right? Around our highest self. And within that fenced in area protecting who we are, there is so much freedom there. And that, my friends, is self-care. If you want more about boundaries, if that's something that you're learning about and trying to be more intentional about setting and really protecting yourself, but it feels 
I don't know, rude, disrespectful, clunky, like you're just not sure about it and you want to know more, head to episode 45. I did a whole episode there around boundaries, um, how they're important, how we decide to set them, and then also how we go into like practically communicating our boundaries. So I give you guys some steps on things to do um, when you need to set a boundary, when boundaries are breached, how to go about responding to that. Episode 45. I'll also link that in the show notes for you guys. And then second, one of the second most powerful things I think we can do for true self-care that doesn't cost any money, it might be costly, but it doesn't cost any money, is forgiveness. Oh, it's a doozy. Maybe you feel like I'm, I'm coming at you a bit today, but friends, carrying unforgiveness is exhausting and it's draining and it's emotionally heavy. Like it's this weight you will carry in addition to all the other stuff you're trying to do. And we probably all have someone we need to forgive, right? But if no one's coming to mind, I would bet that there's probably something you need to forgive yourself for. Like maybe it's something you've done to your kids, spouse, friend, family member. Maybe it's something you've said. Maybe it's an attitude. Maybe it was a response. Maybe it's like something that you blew up about that you're just carrying so much guilt about. Maybe it's something you haven't done, right? Maybe it's something that you said you would do and then you dropped the ball or something that you've been wanting to do and you just keep putting it off and you're feeling really crappy about that, right? Holding on to that, carrying that, carrying the guilt about it, carrying the shame about it, that is heavy. And if someone did something awful to you or about you and you're still like stewing about that, I want to just encourage you and remind you and teach you and coach you that forgiveness doesn't say that that awful thing was okay. It's not what forgiveness says. That's not what forgiveness is about. Forgiveness doesn't say what you did wasn't a big deal. I'm over it. It doesn't say like, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with it. I am condoning it. I think it's acceptable. Forgiveness does none of those things. So don't get this confused. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. You don't give it to anyone else. You give it to yourself. And maybe part of your forgiveness journey is to call someone up and, and tell them that you forgive them. But friends, in order for forgiveness to be effective self-care, the other person doesn't even need to know that you've forgiven them. They don't even need to know. The only thing that needs to happen for forgiveness to make you literally feel better is that forgiveness needs to be embodied. It needs to be embodied. It can't just be words that you're saying or something that you think, okay, I forgive them, I'm over it. And then expect yourself to feel differently, operate differently, feel lighter, have more, more space, right? More mental space, more emotional space. You can't just say words. You have to actually process and feel, right? All of the things associated with that pain and then feel in your body that you're ready and you're choosing to release it, to release it, to forgive, release it and replace it with some truths. So holding on to your forgiveness, it only hurts you, right? The pain that you're holding on to, it's going to turn into resentment, which turns into bitterness. And that's not a place you want to be in. It's not a place any of us want to be in, right? It's not a state from which we'll thrive. So if you're like, okay, hearing this, this is resonating. I'm ready to let something go so I can move on. But like, how do I do this, Michelle? Like, how do I actually embody forgiveness? It sounds really weird. I get you. (laughs) I get you. Um, And I want you to go back and listen to episodes 16 and 17. They're both about forgiveness. And then in episode 17, 
I actually walk you through this really powerful meditation. And it's a meditation specifically to embody forgiveness. I don't think it's very long, um, but, you know, find a place, your car, your living room, your bedroom, like wherever it is that you have some alone, quiet time, put your earbuds in and really just, you can do it on a walk, right? But a place where you can actually listen, like focus, not be distracted and just allow yourself to get in your body and really feel what it is that I'm walking you through. Because actually embodying forgiveness can really help you release some of that stuff so you can get on with your life. That's powerful self-care. And then third, third, third practice, powerful practice that costs you nothing. Friends, have some fun. Have some fun. One of my coaches talks about this a lot. And he's always talking about the fact that joy is the most bypassed human emotion. Joy. And I agree, right? More than sadness, more than anger, more than grief, more than all of these things, we bypass joy. Like for some reason, we think that, I don't know, we, we, we just don't sit for extended periods in joy and pleasure, right? Think about it. Like when was the last time that you just felt so much joy, deep, extended pleasure and joy for longer than like 30 seconds, right? For most of my clients, it's a struggle, Something good happens, beautiful family moment, a huge win at work, like whatever it is. And they, they smile and they feel this like goodness inside for like six seconds. And then it's like on to the next thing. And I was definitely like that for most of my adult life. And I didn't even realize it and still I, until I started to do this deep, this deep work. And then I was like, holy crap, like I don't, like what happened? I don't have a lot of fun anymore. Like when did I turn into this like boring, rigid mom who just like is always running around doing all of these things, is is in a bad mood more often than not, and just like doesn't have fun. Like I used to be so fun. What happened? What happened to me? Right? And I'm talking about real joy. I'm not talking about, you know, taking a coworker to happy hour and gossiping about the office. I'm talking about joy. Like pure beautiful joy that is energizing, joy that is life-giving. And now I'm like so obsessed with this. My word of this year, 2023, my word of the year is joy. Like that is what I'm focusing on. And I'm being so intentional about cultivating joy. I have joy alarms on my phone. When they ring, I just play this favorite song that I put on this joy playlist. No matter where I am, I stop, I play a song and I just dance like no one's watching. Sometimes it's well, I'm in the car driving. Sometimes it's I'm just home. Sometimes my kids are around. Sometimes they're not. But I just play. I blast it and I let my body move. Move like that crazy inner child within me wants to move, right? And it brings me so much joy. And it's not six seconds, right? It's two and a half minutes, three minutes. And I just go and let my body move. And that joy, friends, it bleeds into everything else. It bleeds into my motherhood right? It seeps into my marriage, my work, my church, all of it. It snowballs, joy snowballs. So the more I have of it, the more I want, right? And then the more comes my way. It just does. More many petties. I also love many petties, but friends, the practice of joy, like building that into your life, that is a beautiful, powerful way to truly care for your body, for your mind, and for your soul body, mind, and soul. I hope these three things were helpful today. 
Um, I'm believing that as you put them into practice, even if it's as new as you start to be intentional in these three areas, friends, you're going to find that you're caring for yourself in a way that is true and deep and sustainable um, in a way that really is truly caring for your energy, your time, your bandwidth. Protecting all of that is beautiful self-care. So I love you. I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the motherhood village and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.